Seeds by No Stone Theatre. This episode is brought to you in association with Camden People's Theatre. If you are following the series, please do subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and let us know who you are by following us on social media at No Stone Theatre, where you will find more info on the show, reviews, and interviews with the scientific experts who helped us make the series. You can also join our mailing list at nostonetheatre.com. Sign up before the 25th of November to be in with a chance of winning an A3 print of our series artwork by Gemma Hattersley. We recommend using headphones for the best listener experience. Episode 6. This is the truck. It's one of the more fragile crops, corn. All it takes is for a farmer to have a couple of bad winters and a variety can die out altogether. But if you can get hold of it before it dies off altogether, save it, preserve it, then you can start again as it can quickly get back on its feet and look like its old self. That's what I was called at the front. Little corn. I would be dug out of the earth after a shell exploded or a grenade hit the trench and seen dead to the world. But after some water and a bit of warmth and a cigarette, I would be back on my feet and fighting the next day. And the next. Until it happened again and I was sent home from the front for good. And now, today, day 400 of the siege, I asked to bag up the corn for the evacuation. It wasn't on the list, it was my special request. And I went to Peru. That's where the best corn is, the strongest and biggest and most colorful. And I opened the box, but picked up a bag from the bottom and it tipped upside down and all of the corn seeds fell onto the floor. All of them. And in that moment, I could hear each individual kernel drop and hit the ground. Each one of the hundreds in the bag. was a death to me. And I couldn't find them in the dark, and when I walked away, they crunched under my feet. Like I was walking on the bones of dead men. Is it done? <laughs> what? Is the corn ready for evacuation? Nearly. It's today. The truck is coming today. So you've said for over a year. It really is today. So is it ready? It will be ready. Do you need help? No. Though maybe uh, Zasha could come and... She has her own duties. She has become indispensable. Shall I send you Dimitri? Then no. I don't need help. 
I'm standing at the far end of the corridor on the ground floor of the Institute of Plant Industry. It is night. My head hurts. My belly is trying to process sugar from the West Indies and cocoa butter from the Ivory Coast. The security guard, if that's who it was, has taken himself and his torch to a different part of the building to look for whoever smashed the vending machine and stole some chocolate. At the other end of the corridor is the lobby, where the vending machine has shut itself down and its alarm is quiet. I have seeds in my hand. The lobby is where, before the accident, I asked for help. I asked to see the red wheat, and this is where I was brought a small sample and invited to hold it, feel its texture, its shape. This is where I was told that the world relied on only nine crops to provide nearly all of our calories, and that varieties of wheat, like this one in my hand, were being reduced to the point of extinction. We had a global food system which we depended on so fundamentally that if any of the nine failed, or were hit with a new blight or disease, then life would start to collapse in a matter of weeks. In fact, it was that precarious. This is why the Institute preserved all varieties of seeds, so that diversity was protected, and we could start again should that happen. And this was why I wasn't allowed to take their red wheat away and turn it into flour for one loaf of Macalbliani bread because it might be needed to feed the whole nation of Georgia one day. And did I understand that? because she assumed someone who managed food supply at a hotel would indeed understand that. And if I didn't, then I should. And this is where I nodded my head and said, of course I understood it, and thank you anyway. But this is where, in that moment, I wasn't thinking about the nation of Georgia, or about the nine varieties of crop, or about a global catastrophe. This is where I was simply thinking that I'd rushed out of work to get red wheat in a state of some agitation. And now here it was in my hand. I don't know why I did what I did next. I understood what the researcher had said, the nine crops and everything else. But nevertheless, I watched her turn away to get the box to put the seeds back. And when she did, I rushed out of the Institute of Plant Industry. And I could hear her shouts of anger and dismay behind me, but I didn't stop. I ran across the road to the Hotel Astoria with stolen red wheat in my hand. This is the wheat from Georgia, packed. This is the wheat from Asia, packed. This is the wheat from America, packed. This is the maize from Mexico, packed. Uh, this is the rice from China, packed. So just the corn from Peru? Yeah, yes. Do you have it? It's on the list. It was a last-minute request. Last minute or not, let's get it ready. Let's get it out of here. Corn saved the founding fathers in America. Perhaps history will judge corn harshly, then. Nonsense. Corn doesn't care who eats it. We need it. The world needs it. You will right to fight for it. Where is it? I'll go and fetch it. I'll do it. It's in Peru, isn't it? It's fine, really. I can... Are you... You're right. I'm, I'm perfectly able to... Is she? Is, is your leg still... I'll, I'll be one moment. I just... I just need... Leave it! The fire on the horizon became black smoke. The beast 
that ran from it was turning this way and that and smelled me over the acrid smoke of the blaze and it ran through the streets, once full of forests, it ran on pavements, once full of soil. It heard me before it could see me and then it was on me, it was over me, except it wasn't a beast or a creature or a wolf. It was a chiller van. A chiller van supplying the city's popular food chains like Pret-a-Manger, McDonald's and Terramoc. A chiller van supplying the supermarkets and the cafes and the restaurants. And it swerved. And its doors burst open and bags of brightly coloured packets of cheese and processed meat and sparkling wine and branded ice cream and frozen asparagus spilled out over the road. And as I ran from the Institute with stolen red wheat from Georgia to make Macapagliani bread, this is what hit me and bit me and split my head. You're in the Institute, Leonid. You don't need your gun. What's the matter with him? He fainted. Probably his gummy leg. Or his eyes. Uh, can you help me? Uh, help you do what? Pick him up. What was he doing? <laughs> he was fetching the corn from Peru and he fell. Did he drop it? It's on the floor. I dropped it. Not like you to drop seeds. Well, I did on this occasion. So you better pick it up then. I will. Now can you help me? It's here. What is? The truck. I can hear a Studebaker truck. Are you sure that's what it is? I was told to expect a Studebaker and that's what I can hear. Get ready. Zasha has dropped the corn. I'll get it. Give me a second. We haven't got a second. Leonid wanted corn. Leave the corn. Get everything else. Hurry. Leonid passed out. Get up. Get up, Leonid. It's here. It's happening. This is a man shouting, help. This is a man shouting, help me, please. This is a man shouting it again. This is a crowd gathering. This is the traffic stopping. This is the warm sensation of blood flowing in my ears. This is a man fumbling with a phone. This is a taste of metal in my mouth. This is a man shouting for an ambulance. This is the blue of the sky above me. This is a man giving the name of the road outside the Hotel Astoria. This is a body going into a spasm. This is a man saying that a woman ran out in front of his chiller van and has been hit. This is the sound of seeds falling onto the road around me. Pop, 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 pop. And being blown by the wind through the empty wrappers of pre-frozen food and into the doorway of the Institute of Plant Industry. It isn't slowing. It is! It's not slowing, I say. Stop! Put the lights on! Number 40! We're number 40 on the list! It's going past! We haven't seen us! Shout again! And my voice is too weak. You shout! Stop! It's not stopping! Shout again! Stop! Light a fire! With what? Your notes! Light a fire with your notes! Light it on the roof! I can't get up onto the roof! Stop! They're going. No! They've gone. No! Maybe they'll come tomorrow. We weren't ready for them anyway. 
It's better that they went past because we have to finish picking up the corn from Peru. Light a fire, I said. It's freezing out here. Why can't you do anything, I ask? Why is it always so difficult? I don't know. This is the pinch of a neck brace and a phasing of blue lights. This is an echo of an alarm as it bounces off tunnel walls. This is the dark and then the light. This is a body going in and out of consciousness. These are shouts. And this is warm air, turning to cold air, and then to warm air again. These are fluorescent lights passing over my head as I'm wheeled down a corridor. These are masks on faces above me looking down. This is the sound of ripping clothes. This is a cold sensation on my skin. This is an opiate reacting with the chemicals in my body. These are bleeps. This is suction. This is a scalpel. This is a drill. This is a clamp on my skull. This is darkness. This is where I thought I heard someone say people can't just take what they want. Perhaps it was me saying it. Are you all right, Irina? Yes. Did you speak with the soldier? A soldier came to the vault downstairs. Did you speak with him? He has promised to make sure the truck will stop tomorrow. Well, that's good then. Yes. That's good, isn't it, Dimitri? Arena has spoken to a soldier. Probably just a mix-up. This building looks much the same as any other. Yes. And now she's spoken to them, cleared it up, and another truck is going to come tomorrow. I heard. So then we can be ready. I don't feel very well. Leave it to me. I'll organise everything. She didn't just talk to him. I'm sorry? The soldier. She wouldn't get the truck to stop by just talking to him. Then what did she... Oh. Yes. I see. I'm surprised it's still a thing you can trade so long into a siege. Who's got the energy after 400 days? Please, stop talking about it. Would you do that? Hmm? If you were I said stop talking about it, please. So then the seeds will be evacuated, yes. <laughs> but look at the cost. For seeds. Look at what we give. For bloody seeds. I remember the sound of my breath through a ventilator. 
I remember the shunt delivering pentobarbital into my veins. I remember the tranexamic acid flowing into my brain. I remember the intravenous solution raising my blood pressure. I remember my heart beating at 50 beats per minute. I remember the plastic of the box in intensive care where I was lying. I remember the voice asking me to wake up. I remember the light when I first opened my eyes. I remember the dark. I remember the light again. I remember being moved into a ward. And I remember not remembering what happened to me. I found a wheat seed wedged between a crack in the boards. It was a good one. Sometimes you can tell if a seed is rotten inside. It feels hollow. This one didn't feel hollow. It was plump, heavy, as heavy as a seed can be. We'll start a beautiful crop one day. Huge golden fields of wheat. Tiddly dooly. It's the perfect seed. It's harmony through time. It's an heirloom. When I listen to it, I can hear myself, my mother, my grandmother. When I see this seed, I feel like it's no longer me that's seeing it. It is me in the past, it is me in the present, and it is me in the future. It is eternal, it is life itself. When I wonder what use we are here, at a time like this, I can look at such a seed and I see the whole world. And it's between my fingers. I can't see it like you do. You can. You saw it in the corn. I dropped it. I stepped on it. I know. But you still see it. In real life, Peru and Bolivia are in a bitter conflict, but here in the Institute, their corn exists side by side, on the shelf, in perfect harmony. That's what you see. I don't see. And Arena sees it too. She looks after all the rice. It's her speciality. She has bags and bags of it. Thousands. And she's skin and bone. Even then, she doesn't eat it. But it kept the rice evacuated and safe. She was prepared. And the truck didn't even come the day after. Or the next. It still hasn't. So... Her sacrifice was for nothing. Not nothing. I can't see anything. At all. I can't see you. I know. Where are we? Vavilov's office. We shouldn't be here. Because he might come back and catch us, tell us off. I hope so. He's not coming back, Zasha. And others may be taken too. And it doesn't matter about me, but it can happen to you. You're too. 
I think you should leave the Institute. For your own safety and the city, if you can get out. I'm not leaving. Please. I can't bear to think Stop of Stop asking me to leave. Well, then at least leave this office. Let's stay for a minute. Let me be your eyes. This is where the smoke from Vavilov's pipe has stained the ceiling. This is his desk. This is his library. This is the window looking out over the Hotel Astoria. This is his pencil. Can you feel him here? I can. I can feel him at this desk. He saw it, Leonid. He saw the world. Ten years from now, fifty, a hundred years from now, he saw what needed to happen, and if we're going to put ourselves through this... It's absurd that we put ourselves through this. It's not absurd. Pointless, then. Then you need to see the point. You need to be him. We all need to be him. We need to sit at this desk and see what he saw. I see it now. I'm catching up now. It's in reach now. Not all of it. The seeds were to make bread, and I don't know why I wanted the bread so badly. I wish... I can't remember that bit yet, and it's very... It's very frustrating, but I know this is where I stole the seeds, and then I was knocked over with the seeds. And this is the important thing that I was doing. But I don't think it is important anymore. The important thing is that I found the seeds again, and they're back in my hand. And I need to return them to the place where they're stored, so they can be used to start a new crop, if necessary. And so, this is what I will do. This is a building that contains a million samples, and they can't be mixed up with other seeds, and so I walk to find their place. This is a waiting room. This is another corridor. This is where I'm lost. This is Ekutsk. This is the Sakha. This is Khabarovsk. This is Siberia. This is where I pause, because echoing through the passageways of the building, or the passageways in my ears, I can hear music playing. A violin. A tune from my past, I think. A tune I think I played myself as a child. I wait for it to drift away like a hunger pang, but it doesn't. If anything, it grows. And it's coming from the room in front of me. The plaque on the door telling me it's the office of Nikolai Vavilov, the first director of the Institute of Plant Industry. And it swells, this music. It overwhelms this music. And so this is where I press down on the handle and open the door. Seeds by No Stone Theatre, starring Nina Sasanya, Graham Rose, Jordan Kemp, Katie Stevens, and Kirsty Ryder. 
The text is by Nick Walker, music and sound design by John Owen, and the artwork by Gemma Hattersley. It was directed by Nicholas Pitt and produced by Johanna Taylor. This episode is brought to you in association with Camden People's Theatre. One of the UK's most influential studio theatres, Camden People's Theatre champions different ways of thinking about the world by supporting emerging artists making adventurous theatre, particularly about issues that matter to people now. It supports and promotes these artists' work with an industry-leading array of commissions and artist support initiatives. Its work is rooted in the communities of Camden and London, and through it, they celebrate the bold, the spirited and the unconventional. Seven months into lockdown, CPT announced its biggest ever round of paid commissions to artists, particularly those from marginalised backgrounds. It has also curated a new season of online performance, CPT Digital, and in lieu of its usual studio theatre programme, is this autumn presenting two major outdoor performances in the streets and squares of West Euston. Find out more about their work at cpttheatre.co.uk. And please join us next week for episode 7 with Arcola Theatre. If you are enjoying the series, please help us reach even more listeners by subscribing, sharing with your friends and family and following us on social media at No Stone Theatre or joining our mailing list at nostonetheatre.com where you can also find more info about us and how we made the series. And don't forget to sign up before the 25th of November to be in with a chance of winning an A3 print of our series artwork by Gemma Hasley. Seeds is a No Stone Theatre production and was made possible with funding from Arts Council England.